Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I am Ben Duncan, and this is a place where prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana share their stories. Hello and welcome back to Talent Hub Talk. Uh, today I am going to be going through a 2023 ANZ Salesforce Market Survey. Today I'll focus in on the candidate side of the survey and go through some of the, the big talking points of what we saw and what the data has come back as and, uh, and yeah, just give a bit of an insight into what I think about that. I will be recording another episode where we focus on the client side, um, but for today we'll just be focusing on what the candidates had to say. So yeah, this was a, a really, really interesting survey um, this year. It's always interesting in, in my opinion, but this year we had the most amount of participants um, entering the data and we got some really, really insightful um, trends and, and information. Um, if you haven't already had a read, then I recommend going across to our website. On the main page, there is a tab or a button for the survey and you can download a copy there. My view on uh, the data we found, um, I've gone through it, I've kind of picked out some some big talking points and I'll go through those now. So the first one is um, the contract market has slipped slightly from 21% down to 16%. So currently 16% of Salesforce professionals across ANZ are working in a contract role, which is is definitely something I've, I've seen over the last few months for sure. We have seen a, a bit of a drop off in contract roles. We've seen some contractors um, more recently moving into permanent positions and yet definitely seen a bit of a drop off in, in contract roles. I think in, um, in, in New South Wales, some of that's been down to uh, recent elections and, um, and, and government departments maybe putting some projects on hold or holding off on, on hiring for particular projects based on on the changes or potential changes in government. So that's one reason why we've seen a bit of a drop off. But um, but on the whole, we do expect the contract market to get back to up towards the kind of numbers we've seen in the past. And long term, I do think there'll be more contract opportunities in the market than we're seeing right now. But that's just one observation that we're seeing that, that I'm seeing that does correlate with the data we're finding in the survey. 4% of Salesforce professionals are in between roles, which is up from 2% last year. So just one thing I should also add is that this data was collected in February this year. I'm recording this now in April. So obviously there's been a couple of months, but um, I would maybe say that that 4% might be slightly higher now. I have seen a few more people coming onto the market, um, a few more redundancies being made since February. So, so yeah, 4% of Salesforce professionals are in between roles compared to 2% last year. Probably, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling that there are more people on the market than this time last year. You know, over the coming months, there might be a few more people coming on to the market. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's obviously um, that that kind of does um, correlate to what I'm seeing and, and what people have uh, have indicated. So, yeah, I'll kind of watch this space on that one. That's definitely one to um, to, to see how that evolves throughout this year and into next year. Sixteen percent of people left their last role due to remuneration. Uh, only 2% left due to lack of flexibility. So yeah, I guess that is what it is. People, um, especially, you know, over the last couple of years have been moving for, um, for increased salaries. And, um, I think a lot of companies have been offering flexibility. So it's not surprising to see people weren't leaving or were leaving because of lack of flexibility. Cause I think a lot of companies have adapted and have been offering their staff more flexibility. Um, so yeah, interesting to see that um, remuneration was the driver for, for a lot of people last year. And, and again, that's probably something I would have expected to see. 7% of Salesforce professionals have been impacted by redundancy in 2022 or 2023. If we look at the, the Salesforce themselves, um, obviously they, they cut 
10% of their workforce. Not every company has uh, has been making redundancies, that's for sure. Obviously, a lot of the partners are looking to keep their staff. A lot of customers and customers are also haven't been affected by downturns yet or uh, haven't let staff go. So I think although Salesforce themselves let 10% go across the board in the, the ANZ Salesforce market, that number comes in slightly lower at 7%, which makes sense to me. Only 12% of Salesforce professionals are expecting to leave their current role in the next six months, with 59% expecting to be with their current company for at least the next 12 months. Yeah, I, I'm definitely sensing that there is a bit of a hesitancy around moving roles. So it's um, it's interesting to see that only 12% of Salesforce professionals are expecting to leave their current role in the next six months. It's definitely hard to get people to move between roles at the moment. I think there has to be a really compelling reason for someone to, to leave, whether that's you know a really interesting project or an increase in salary, things like that. But people aren't just moving for the sake of, of moving right now, um, especially if they're established in their current company. 38% of Salesforce CTAs are expecting to leave their current role within the next 12 months, which is, uh, yeah, really interesting. We, we don't see a huge amount of turnover um, in the, the CTA space. So it's interesting to, to see and, and hear that CTAs are potentially more likely to move in the next 12 months than they have been over the last few years. So we'll definitely watch this space with movement for CTAs. A high percentage of Salesforce professionals only visit job boards a couple of times per year, although 26% of Salesforce admins look every month, and 16% of Salesforce professionals never look, rising to 46% for Salesforce CTAs. So yeah, I, I think um, companies that are just relying on, on um, candidates applying to their jobs on job boards definitely don't cover the whole market. They definitely don't have um, visibility uh, or getting their, their job in front of uh, a high percentage of the market if only um, a high percentage of Salesforce professionals aren't looking at job boards and you know admins look most frequently. There's a huge pool of talent out there that aren't reviewing job boards and uh, you know aren't actively looking for work and um, they're quite often the candidates that, um, that the companies are trying to entice but really not getting in their role in front of them. So um, yeah, advertising on a job board isn't a end-to-end -end job strategy. Um, it's just one option, one way of um, of getting your job out there, but definitely not the, the be-all and end-all if you're, you're looking to attract staff. 23% of Salesforce professionals chose their current role due to work-life balance that it offered. And the second biggest reason for choosing the, the current role was interesting projects, which was the main draw card for 19% uh, sorry, 19 of candidates. So yeah, I think um, it, it's interesting that 23% of candidates chose their role for work-life balance. I think we've seen that over the last few years that that's definitely becoming important. Um, people are definitely valuing their um, their downtime a lot more. I think it's always been something people have valued, but I think it's something that now people really look for in a role, as well as other factors. Obviously, you know, people aren't just taking work-life balance over and then being paid badly. Of course, um, there, there, there's a number of factors that people will consider, but work-life balance is definitely a really, really important factor when people are moving between jobs. 26% of candidates would prefer to move into a contract role when they next move jobs. And the markets with the biggest desire to be contractors are architects, with 46% saying that they would look for a contract role next time they move, and developers, 43% of developers looking for contract in the future. This definitely aligns to what I'm seeing. Like I definitely do see developers and architects um, preferring contract over permanent roles um, in a lot of cases, and it's kind of getting close to 50-50. So one in two of the, the candidates that we would speak to in those areas um, would, would look for a contract role. And I definitely see that we are edging closer to that kind of 50% rate. And it'll be interesting to see in the future where we go with that in terms of, um, yeah, do more people want contract than permanent? I wonder at what point it would become over 50% of candidates are looking for contracts um, in, in the future. 
For people that would consider a contract, the duration of the contract is really important. 38% of people said that they would only consider something over 12 months. We, we actually don't often see 12-month contracts. Um, I would say six months is the norm. And um, we occasionally see three months and they're often difficult to, to attract candidates for because people don't want to leave a, a contract or a permanent role for a three-month contract. But the norm tends to be six months and which people are, seem to be quite happy with. But obviously, 38% say that they would only consider something over 12 months, which kind of makes me think they're moving from a permanent role into a contract because often when people are doing that, they are looking for, for something as secure as possible. 32% of candidates said their preferred customer type is a private sector end user. In previous years, Salesforce was more desired as an employer than it is this year. It's down to 18% of people's preference and this year when it had been 28% last year and 39% in 2020. So only 18% of people would prefer to work for Salesforce directly over any other company type. Not really sure what's driving that because obviously Salesforce is still a, a great company to work for and there, there's some benefits in there that, that are very, very attractive and the learning environment is great. There might be an impact of some of the layoffs and um, how that's kind of been received in the market. But yeah, I think Salesforce is still an attractive company to work for. 11% of Salesforce professionals would like to launch their own business in the future, which is, which is up from 4% last year. And that's a really interesting stat. And we do see a lot of opportunity in the market for people starting their own consulting businesses or launching their own product businesses and things like that. So um, yeah, I think that the Salesforce market is a great market to be in if you do want to launch a business at some point. 74% of Salesforce professionals are approached two or more times per month about new opportunities, with 35% being contacted at least four times. And when they do look to move roles, 11% of candidates interview for four or more roles at that time, and 52% of candidates interview for at least two different positions. We are definitely seeing when, when people do decide to move roles at the moment, and if they're, um, they're well-skilled and experienced with the Salesforce platform, typically they do have more than one opportunity at a time. And um, yeah, people are, are actively interviewing for, for more than one role in, uh, in most cases, and there's still competition for good candidates out there. Salesforce CTA said that the skill set's most lacking quality resources are Salesforce DevOps engineers and solution architects. And 29% of project managers said that technical architects were the hardest to hire for for their projects. Definitely see a lack of um, skilled candidates in the DevOps space. Solution architects have historically and, um, and ongoing seem to be hard to, to recruit and, uh, and technical architects kind of goes without saying. It's interesting that the developer role isn't up there as, as high as it has been previously because, um, yeah, I still find developers very difficult to recruit for. But really, right now, it's hard to recruit for any skill set. So I've seen admin roles go unfilled for a number of months. I think there's a perception that, you know, the market's flooded with candidates. And obviously, that, that isn't the case. But I am seeing that companies are a lot more selective with the, the kind of skills they're looking to hire and, yeah, are a lot more um, firm on, on their requirements than perhaps they were in the last couple of years. So, yeah, that's interesting to see that these skill sets have been highlighted by uh, CTAs and project managers. 83% of Salesforce professionals wouldn't move roles unless they were receiving a pay rise, with 26% of candidates saying it would need to be an increase of 20% or more. Last year, 37% of candidates were looking for an increase of 20% or more to move roles. I think this year we're definitely seeing that candidates are being maybe a little bit more realistic with their expectations when they're moving between jobs. I don't think people are necessarily looking for for huge, huge pay rises, which perhaps they were in the last couple of years. And we have definitely seen um, salaries stabilize a bit more. They're not shooting up. They've maybe plateaued a little bit um, over the last kind of uh, six, 12 months. So that's interesting to see that people aren't necessarily looking for as big an increase as they have been in the, the last few years. 
75% of Salesforce professionals have received a pay rise in the last 12 months, with 54% re receiving the increase from their existing employer. So it shows that companies have been looking to retain staff and you know offer pay rises without risking losing people to other roles paying more. So yeah, that, that's good to see that companies have been rewarding their staff. 98% of Salesforce candidates enjoy some sort of remote working, with two days per week in the office being the preference for 34% of candidates. Fully remote working is the preference for 23% of people, and traveling to the office for more than three days per week seems to be a big no-no, with only 5% of candidates saying they are happy to do this. So yeah, I, I mean, remote working obviously became mainstream through COVID, and everyone had to do it at times, and um, obviously people have enjoyed doing that, and definitely seeing that people do want to have that flexibility still and, and not necessarily be in the office too regularly. But yeah, it's interesting, fully remote is the preference for 23% of people. I definitely do feel that a lot of people do like a, a split. They do like having an office that they can go to uh, and obviously having the flexibility to work from home when they want to as well. So now there's a load of other data in there specifically around um, specific maybe job titles or cloud specialisms. So we've got stuff in there for marketing cloud, commerce cloud, MuleSoft, developers, architects, project managers, platform managers. Um, so I'm encouraging you to check that for yourself and look at the the job titles or clouds that you're most interested in. There is a huge amount of data in there this year, and I think a lot of valuable data, but rather than going through each of them, I, I encourage you to check that yourself and, and focus in on the areas that are of most importance and value to you. I will be releasing a second podcast soon and focusing in on the, the client side, like I've said. I'm also looking to do some really interesting data gathering around salaries. Yeah, I feel that a lot of salary surveys are pretty useless, to be honest, and um, I'm keen to create a survey that's going to really really give some some valuable insight into why some people earn more than others um, in terms of is it down to how many certs they have, how many years of experience, where they're based, and how many days they are in the office, um, if they have other benefits that are included in their package that kind of mean that the salary is a bit lower, but the benefits are added. So there's, there's a number of things I'm looking to really strip back and understand. So uh, keep your eyes peeled because you uh, hopefully will get an email from me in the not too distant future with some other survey questions that I'm looking to, to gather. And I'd really welcome your your input on that as well. If you've got any concerns around providing data like that and um, you think other people will as well, then I'd love to hear from you because, um, yeah, obviously a data gathering around salaries is, it's only really meaningful if we get a lot of people that, that give that data. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. And uh, I'd welcome any comments uh, that you might have on that as well. Hopefully you found this year's survey interesting. I know um, for us, it was really, really interesting to get all of this data and the feedback we've had so far has been great. So uh, welcome any other feedback you have. And uh, yeah, hopefully you're enjoying the, the podcast still as well and um, always looking for, for feedback and, and ways we can improve or potential guests you'd like to hear on the podcast. So we'd love to hear from you and uh, thanks again. So that's a wrap for this week's episode. And thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the chat. And if you did, please make sure you have subscribed for future episodes that are coming through. I would also be very grateful if you would consider leaving a review on your chosen podcast platform as five-star reviews will help us to reach more trailblazers from across the world. I look forward to sharing another episode with you soon and thanks again.